0: You are listening to Package Your Genius, a conversation designed to give you clarity on your calling and serve as a catalyst for your career. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. Hey there, welcome back. To package of genius. I'm excited to be with you again today. I'm excited to be preparing for my big trip to Italy for the summer in just a few hours. And as a matter of fact, by the time this podcast publishes, I will probably already have started my journey From the DC area to Roma, Rome, Italy. I'm so excited. It's crazy because this is the type of thing that typically just gets me going. And for whatever reason, the last few weeks have just been jam packed, and I haven't had a chance to think about all of the amazing things I want to do once I get there. So hopefully, my phone will be working and I'll be able to post on social media and share that I made it there safely and I'm having fun or not having fun or whatever will be happening once I get over there. But today, I wanted to talk to you about asking for support, but also preparing yourself for feedback. So I've shared before here and I'll share again that I grew up extremely independently, so Latchkey Kid had tons of chores, was kind of raised to be pretty responsible um, at an early age. And I say that at an early age because it didn't seem like it was early, but I have kids who, when I was their age, I was just doing so much more and in, in terms of like having responsibility, having chores, participating in my household and how the household ran smoothly and my kids just don't seem to be able to get it together on that front. I don't know, maybe it's the era the generation. I don't know. But anyway, I think a piece of that growing up that way and having a lot of responsibilities early on, it makes you really self-sufficient, but it also makes you less likely to ask for help. And maybe it's just my personality. So let me not put that on being raised the way I was I think it's just also something within me that likes a challenge I like to figure things out I'm very resourceful I'm very hardworking, and that's just the perfect recipe to try to figure everything out on your own and I think to some degree I won't say I don't like asking for help because I'm Uh, I think I know everything. It's just almost like I don't want to bother people, right? Like I don't want to burden people or bother them with my needs, with my questions, with, you know, whatever support I feel I need from them. It just sometimes feels like I'm burdening them. And I know that that's not always the case, especially for people who care about me and love me. But at the conference I went to recently, a conversation that sparked up from one of the attendees that was asking a question to the panel just really made me think about the idea of feedback. Asking for feedback is a form of asking for help. And it just made me think about how we sometimes don't allow ourselves to get the feedback that we need to take everything to the next level. How we view feedback as almost an attack. Like I think everyone is just poised to defend themselves whenever they get the slightest bit of criticism or the slightest bit of feedback. When actuality, it's really hard to give people feedback. It can be really uncomfortable to tell people things about themselves that are not necessarily pleasant. But if you care about someone or you care about someone's growth, you're willing to do the work. And This morning, literally, I was lecturing one of my kids just about, you know, a set of chores that he hadn't done. So, you know, we have some daily things we're supposed to do, but we also have weekly things that we're supposed to do. And, you know, my kids are pretty good. They will do something for a few weeks and be consistent. And so you kind of stop watching because you assume, okay, they've got it. They're on the routine. They're on it. I don't have to think about this or put any more mental energy into oversight. They got it. And then you look away and you look back up two months later and that weekly thing hasn't been done in a month. Right. And so that was the conversation that I had this morning and I was talking to my son about the end of the school year and moving to a new grade and moving to a new school and really having to step it up in terms of personal responsibility. You can't leave your folder at home and forget your homework. People aren't necessarily going to humor you or think it's cute that you're just all over the place and you lose things and you're not organized or you forgot something. They may not um, tolerate it. They may just give you bad grades. People may not want to be your friend because you're always bumping into stuff or, you know, you always forget to bring them their cracker back that you told them that, you know, you could have. I don't know. I'm making up examples. But I was trying to impress upon him that I don't enjoy giving these lectures and reminders. My husband and I both like we're really low key, mild mannered to the for the most part people. We don't like arguing, we don't fight. Um, and so we just kind of like to chill and exist. And um, if we don't have to get um, excited and crazy and yelling and screaming, that's our preference not to. But I'm telling you, if you have middle school age kids, you know, it's just it seems like life is just a loop of repetition. So anyway, I was explaining to him on the way to school, like, hey, you know, you're growing up, you're moving on, this is what's expected at this stage in your life, you can expect your parents to give you these lectures to give you this feedback. And I don't want you to just roll your eyes at us. And just think we're always trying to get on you or we're always on your case. But when we give you these lectures, it's because we love you and we care enough to help you be the best that you can be. And I said to him, you know, I don't lecture anyone that I don't care about. And I see people making mistakes all the time, right? Like I see people doing things that they could stand to do without all the time, but I'm not necessarily going to give them the feedback that I think they're making mistakes or that I think they could do better because I don't necessarily care, right? Like I'm not invested in everyone. And so as I was telling him that, I thought about, the question that was posed at the conference around feedback and how even as employees, so many people are just poised and ready for a fight whenever it, you know, it comes to hearing something about themselves that isn't perfect, that isn't praise. And we talk a lot about praise and building your brand visibility here on this podcast. But I think it's important that we also talk about the other side of that. When you're getting criticism, when you're getting feedback, how do you respond? And how do you mentally, um, put yourself in a position where you not only can tolerate feedback, but you welcome it. I know for me, I don't have a ton of people in my life who are like, giving me pointers and saying, hey, this is how you can improve. Hey, this is what you could do better. This is what I think about that. Oh, I wouldn't wear that, right? Like, I think, People pick and choose their battles, but for the most part, that's not something that I have. And so I always get excited when a friend or even my spouse tells me about myself, whether it's, you know what? I don't think you should wear that. Mm, That's a little dated or that's a little too tight. You don't really fit that anymore, right? Or "Um, I don't think you should say that this way. Or I don't think you should launch that program or charge that I was working with a business coach. And she was telling me, um, or where she was reviewing my programs and prices. And she was asking me specifically about the Academy. And she wanted to know why I had it priced the way I did. And I said, Oh, well, you know, it was priced at this point, And then I decided to incrementally raise it. And so now we're here. And she said, Yeah, you need to double that because the program is worth way more. And across the board, you just kind of need to level up your idea of who you are and how you're showing up in the marketplace. Given everything you've done and everything you've been through and all of the work you've put in to become the person and the professional that you are, you aren't charging like you should you're not showing up like you should you're not commanding that confidence like you should right and she said i'll never forget for whatever reason amanda you have chosen to play small but it doesn't make sense and you know there's a whole world of success and um um i guess revenue and not just revenue it's not always just about the money but there's a whole other level that you're worthy of and you are shying away from it, maybe because you feel comfortable at this level or maybe you feel like you don't deserve it or haven't earned it, or maybe you're afraid that you can't hang at that level. And so that was hard to hear, but I promise you it resonated. I knew what she was talking about. It was not a point of confusion. I wasn't like, oh my God, what are you talking about? I'm playing, you know, I'm playing small. Do you know who I am? No, I mean, yes, I have done a lot of things that I think other people maybe haven't done, but I haven't done everything I could do. I haven't acted on every idea I had. I haven't maximized the relationships that I have. I haven't asked, you know, for favors or approached you know, people who I know are in the position to offer me an opportunity. And maybe a part of that is because um, it's a fear of rejection. Like I don't ask, so I'm not rejected. And so we kind of just hover in this space of, you know, I never put it out there that this was something I wanted. So you were never in a position to to reject me or tell me no, because that would hurt the most. But would it really hurt the most? Would it really hurt to be told No. Um, Because honestly, if I am told no, that gives me insight into what I could change or at least it tells me, okay, this is a dead end. So maybe you need to get on another street, right? And if anything, it gives me a chance to not waste my time. So whenever you think about feedback and how it shows up for you, who is offering it up to you, and you find yourself getting defensive, I want you to breathe and consider that this is the information that you've been needing all along to take yourself to the next level. Very rarely in my life have the ideas and tools and strategies that I truly needed to make a big leap Rarely ever do they come wrapped in a bow in flowery words and praise. Sometimes it comes in a messenger who has an attitude. Sometimes it comes in the form of, you know, criticism, negative criticism or negative feedback. But um, even if it's uncomfortable, I found that if I'm able to stop, breathe and actually hear what's being said and detach from my feelings of, Um, being called out or the ego right like my ego being bruised because I thought I was all that well if you thought you were all that and you're not where you want to be clearly there's a disconnect between what you thought and what really is happening so my advice to you and to me is if you have people who are willing to give you the honest truth and share honest feedback with you despite the price of discomfort on their end right because it's not always comfortable to tell someone the truth but if you have people in your life that are willing to tell you the truth that are willing to level with you and tell you where you have some gaps where you could potentially improve what you could start doing better in order to get to the place that you want to be i advise you to hold those people close and count that valuable feedback as the gift that it is with that that's all i've got for you today guys as a reminder we are still accepting applications for maximum exposure and we're just having so much fun in the program we just had our meet the media session for this month with an hln cnn producer who brings people on to national television for Uh, lifestyles and other expert segments that was great tiffany mcduffie shout out to tiffany a purposeful play in milwaukee just did her very first television interview in milwaukee things are really going great it's it's exciting and so if that is something that you have had on your radar you know you want to get media exposure to take your personal brand to the next level make sure you submit your application uh, to maximum exposure that can be found at packagegeniusacademycom forward slash exposure. So you can start the process of learning more about us and finding out what we're about and how we approach PR in a new digital landscape. Uh, we're having fun, we're getting good results, and we'd love to have you join us. So with that, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me. Bye.